Eddie Murphy is a Detroit cop. <laughs> on vacation in Beverly Hills. I just got off the phone with an Inspector Todd in Detroit. He says if you're out here investigating the Tandino murder, you needn't bother coming back. I don't want to take it anymore. Who claims to be on vacation? You look a lot like you're on a stakeout. Stakeout? No, no. I'm picnicking. This is like a picnic area. I have to ask you some questions about Michael Tandino. I never been to a cell that had a phone in it. Can I stay for a while? Cause I ordered some pizza. We have six witnesses that say you broke in and started tearing up the place, then jumped out the window. May I help you? Yeah. I'm looking for Victor Meadland. I've nothing to say to you. How you doing? You guys don't know nothing about nothing, do you? You just got your badges and your guns and you're on the job, right? Make sure we get the right drinks, because my drink club sold out, throw up. You know, this is the cleanest and nicest police car I've ever been in in my life. This thing's nice in my apartment. I just bet you are the pride of your department in Detroit. It seems painfully obvious you haven't the slightest idea who you're dealing with. I don't know what y'all think I am, giving some kind of fool. Hurry up, quicker! Crawl back to your little stone in Detroit before you get squashed. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Dude, my fucking brother-in-law saw the real, the guy that played Tommy Gunn <laughs> oh, punch yeah. someone in the face at a Perkins in Iowa City. For real. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cha-cha. cha We just said the magic words to start the podcast. Mm, we sure did. And start this podcast, we will. Late, late start. Woo! Sorry. Ah, you don't know that. Someone's listening to this in the morning. Wes is sitting at work right now saying, hey, it's only 10.30. <laughs> am I right? Yeah. When you're this right, you're right. This is, hey, I am right. And this is Let's Ruin Our Childhood. And I'm Alex Carter. I'm Tom McGrain. And we are here to discuss yet another classic film this uh true classic this is yes uh we're doing beverly hills cop this week is this our first eddie murphy movie it is yeah i haven't seen a young eddie murphy in a long time it's kind of weird this is his first oh no this is his second because i think uh 48 hours trading places oh so both of those were before this i think yeah this was his i wonder what number this is uh only there was some way um, so this came out 1984. Yes. And the weird part also is wa- in watching this is like, oh yeah, he's 23. 
Yeah. He's 23 years old. Yeah. He's a fucking kid in this Dude, movie. in the, his first comedy special, he's 19. He was 19 on SNL. <sighs> it's, it's so crazy. There are some people that are genuinely freaks of nature yes. talent-wise, and he is one of them. For sure. Dave Chappelle, he was, I think he started doing comedy when he was like 14. Yeah. Uh, there's a handful of people that are just fucking freaks. What's God up? God damn it, IMDb, pull the page. It won't fucking pull his page up. It just keeps thinking. My oh, fucking wow. sinking to what? You mean thinking. buffering? Oh. The coverage in my house is terrible. It's never a problem. Well, all right. It is for that. me. <laughs> click on that. Bing. There we go. All right. So we need to know the correct order for Eddie Murphy movies. 48 Hours was the first. That's what I thought. 82. Trading Places, 83. And then Best Defense, was in, they snuck that turd in, in, in 84, and then uh, Beverly Hills. Came what out. was it? Best Defense. What's that? It was a movie that basically is starring Dudley Moore, and I want to say uh, Kate Capshaw was in it. It was a Dudley Moore movie. Anyways, so it was just, that's who the stars were. Kate Capshaw and Dudley, um, Moore. Dudley Moore. But... So that movie wrapped and was in post-production, getting ready to roll out, and Eddie Murphy fucking blew up on Saturday Night Yeah, Live. yeah. So then they're like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Also, Eddie Murphy is in it for like three minutes. Right, yeah. right. Okay. He's just like, he's in one scene. He's like yeah. a tank driver, and he has one scene. Okay. But they're like, whoops. That seems now, very familiar now, to yeah, me. Yeah, so before, right before they well, rolled out, no they're like, idea. starring Eddie Murphy, and put him on all the posters. Oh, okay. So they're like, yeah, and everyone was pissed. <laughs> I actually remember that as a kid. People oh, were yeah. People upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I feel that, that. That was his third movie, so this is his fourth. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. That was sort of like. what made him a superstar, this movie. Yeah. Uh, considering it, it had a $14 million budget. And made three hundred and sixteen million dollars in nineteen eighty four. That is cuckoo. That is kuruku. That's a new word. Someone write that down. And start using it. Kuruku, bro. Yeah. No, like in in uh, twenty nineteen dollars. That's like four point two bazillion. I think. Yeah. That's a shitload <laughs> yes. of money. That's uh, Spider Man money right there. And this was uh, this. So this is a. I was surprised to see. I forgot that it's a Bruckheimer Simpson movie. Yeah. Uh, I, what I f- you were wondering if it was. I was their wondering first if one. that was their first because I feel like it was. And I'm currently taking. A they look are to prominently see. displayed all over the opening credits. That's what made yeah. me feel like it wasn't because wasn't Bruckheimer a producer on Splash? Also, God, was he? I don't know. Somebody was. Somebody was. <laughs> good, good call, Tom. Uh, yeah. I saw an interview <laughs> with one of these dickhead producers. And they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't even care about movies. I just come up with these ideas. And like, I was like, give me a fucking break. Okay, so Jerry Bruckheimer's first movie came out in 1983. It uh, was Flashdance. Oh, oh. Another surprise hit. Yes. Uh, then a movie called uh, uh, Thief of Hearts, which I... Couldn't tell you anything about. Then Beverly Hills Cop. Then Top Gun. Beverly Hills Cop Part Two. Days uh, of Thunder. The Ref. Bad Boys. Crimson. So there's Tide, another. It's uh. There's a different air, famous yeah, producer that did Splash. 
guy that works with Ron Howard all the time. Brian Grazer. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that, I that mean, is that, what I was That was like of. one of their, if not their first, uh, yeah. imagine. They're similar looking men, Brian Grazer and Jerry Bruckheimer. They're both like that is true. little dudes with pointy hair. <laughs> I don't know. Good for them. Good for them. They are bazillionaires. <laughs> yes. in, in 2019, money, yeah, yeah. technically speaking, bazillionaires. I heard a kid, I was listening to NPR today, not to change the subject. but <laughs> No problem. I'm here the, for it. The, it was on, uh, on uh, the, the, the money show. The money show. That's on at 630. God damn! If I can't remember what that's called, this Wheel is of Fortune. Be a bad <laughs> no, on NPR. On NPR. Uh, trade Town. Money Town. Yeah. This is Tom McGrain. Man, people Money are getting town. annoyed. Kai Rizdal. <laughs> hey, I'm Kai Rizdal. What's going on, everybody? This is blah blah blah. Kai Rizdal. Uh, anyway, this kid's dad died, and he inherited a shitload of money, and was complaining about every time he used an ATM. That the large amount of money in his bank account made him very sad. And I was kind of like, the fact that they're doing this story. Yeah, your dad, I feel bad that your dad died, but. um, It's kind of like saying, oh, but now my wallet is so heavy with all this money. Yeah, all this tear money. Yeah, anyway, I thought I'd bring that up because I was like, "Mm, I am sorry. He said they're. The dad and the kid were very close, but I was like, you know, um, you got to fucking. Most people get the same um, ex- exact. In fact, everyone has the how, same thing how does that... But then also you have no money. And he kept so. saying things like, Fuck I was off. like, the fact that they inter- this kid is going to get beat up, I hope. <laughs> because he's like, you know, like you go and you use the, you're at a bar with your friends and you use the ATM and then you're, you look at it and you're like, oh, my dad's dead. You're like, yeah. But, and I feel bad for you in that way. Just using that as the thing to fixate on when it could be any number of other things that all Absolutely. At least you got that. Your dad died and I don't know. It's just, just crazy. Craziness. All right. I had to bring that up because I've been thinking about it all night long. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop. Directed by Martin Brest. Martin Brest. The breast of them all. The breast a man can get. <laughs> uh, I'll, yep. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, are we going to get into it? You ready? Do we have more to hold discuss? On, hold on. Let me take a little sip here. Okay. A little podcast a little PJ. juice. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Dead air. I present to you this evening's podcast. Beverly Hills Cop, brought to you by Podcast Juice. Uh, Here we go. (sighs) The film opens. Detroit. A montage of Detroit. While the song, I don't know if it was written for this movie, but it was certainly popularized by this movie. It was on the soundtrack, yeah. Heat is on. Oh, oh, yeah, Heat is on. Oh, my God, that's right. It opened with the Heat is on. I fucking love that song. Heat is on. I thought that was from the second one. No, that's what <sighs> this opens with. No, I know. I was I was very very pumped to hear 
the H is O. You ever seen that uh, sketch? <laughs> no. The H is O. <laughs> no. Will Farrell from probably Jesus, probably like fifteen years ago. <laughs> I'm sure I actually did see it then. If it's a Will. Hey, Ferrell hey sketch. listeners, uh, uh, go to YouTube and or actually go to, go to Google because Saturday Night Live will have owned it. Uh, and search for what the is H it? is O. Glenn Fry. It's a sketch. It's a it's a sketch. <laughs> a little skit. One it's of a those... little skit. <laughs> yeah. I what can't remember if it was on context? SNL. Huh? What is the context of it? Glenn Fry, was he in the Eagles? Yes. Because I was listening to that song, uh, Saw a dead head sticker on a Cadillac. That dude was in the Don Eagles Henley. too. Yes. Right. Yes. The, and, and still at this point, yeah, I'm still, I'm kind of a little foggy on the Eagles. I was never a big fan. Dude, the Eagles. But they're like the number one still, at, still at this point, like the number one sellers of all time. It goes back and forth. Here's the crazy thing, Alex. Have we talked about this on the podcast before? I know before? we have. Anyway, <laughs> it's not Michael Jackson. It's not fucking U2. It's the fucking Eagles. The greatest selling album it's of just all baffling. time. It goes back and forth between greatest from hits. Hotel California and yeah. the goddamn Eagles' greatest hits. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. I love, I hate I, the fucking Eagles, man. I can tell you this with certainty. The Heat Is On by Glenn Fry is better than any Eagles song, and I will I am not even in a, entertain any fights on that one. That is just a fact. It would be very funny if he's not in the Eagles. Uh, yeah, no, no, he is. <laughs> he, he is, is yeah. I'm pretty sure. So I didn't cuz I didn't No, even... no, I think Glenn Fry was in the Beatles. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. the drummer. George Paul Glengo Fry Ringo and Glenn. <laughs> yes. He was the original drummer. Uh Ah uh, yeah. He was Pete Best. The opening credits uh you heard just, that story? Yeah. I what a bummer for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well fuck you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like whoops yeah i don't know the whole story but god damn that sucks uh nah, we'll tell that story another time all right let's yeah. get into this movie here we go yeah all right uh the credits just the <laughs> montage of detroit you know i didn't take i didn't yeah. take a shitload of notes but poorly i poorly took notes um yeah just looking at detroit he is on uh yeah. very like rundown urban detroit yeah in the 80s the Detroit. Uh, I read in the uh, trivia that they had like uh, security with them, like when they were going out on those shoots, and then the security people were like we're we're not going any farther with you, so they just did it themselves. Holy shit! Because it's some pretty rundown, you know, like ghetto, like rundown, oh yeah, bad parts, yeah, shit like that. That little kid blasting milk out of his mouth in the opening credits. I was like, that's that's weird. <laughs> He's like. Two streams coming out each side. I was like, "What the?" I was watching the movie. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And I was like, "Oh, he's drinking milk." What I is guess. Beverly Hills Cop yeah. about some sort of kid <laughs> squirting milk out of his mouth? Why did it? Uh, why did they go? That's that just way? my private collection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right, well, we're warming up. We're warming up. Here we it. go. Here we go. <laughs> mm. Oh, uh, then finally we cut to uh, the back of a uh, truck full of boxes uh, of cigarettes with yeah. uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy of, is uh, doing a deal, trying yeah. to uh, get some money for his two trailers full of cigarettes. Also, holy fuck, he's like, that's $5,000. And he's doing a voice, putting on a voice, you know. 
And then the dude's like, oh, no, I just got 2000 He's like, how about this? I'll give you the 2000 blah, 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 blah. Next time, I'll get you back, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no. It's a great scene. They're going back and forth. And, you, and they're like also, in an alley. All of a sudden, you see a, a squad car slowly roll up and yeah. then just stop. And like where they're arguing back and forth yeah. about the money. Great scene. Uh, also, $5,000 for two trailers full of cigarettes? I'm going to go take out a loan. <laughs> <laughs> and time travel back to the 80s holy fucking shit told so so imagine the movie back to the future except toll goes back and i just put five, two trailers full of cigarettes into a storage unit <laughs> yeah, no, no you hook them up on a delorean and you drag them home yes come on 88 miles per hour is that ever, is it, did they ever address that in any of those goddamn movies if you're like dragging if you had a trailer. It, was there anything ever hitched to a DeLorean that they yeah. just drug through? I, like, where's a space time travel that's stop? What, that was my problem with Ant-Man 2, bro. <laughs> the DeLorean? That, that no. The, because, that, like, the where does it stop? The DeLorean that had the uh, trailer like, full of cigarettes. Like they, toss it, like, they toss the fucking thing on a building, and the whole building shrinks. And I'm like, what about the people in the building? Like, how does it... What if somebody was just... What if there's a fucking squished up compressed human beings all up in the tiny building right like why do they also shrink you know i feel you bro stark tech actually it's not stark, <laughs> stark tech. tech that's bro. hank pym pym tech pym tech but, bitch yeah pym tech on that ass yeah everything's okay everything <laughs> passes i also had a problem guys spoiler alert uh end game <laughs> end game when uh when captain marvel is flying with the infinity gauntlet to uh-huh. give it to somebody else, mm-hmm. um, she's like powerful as fuck. She could have just put that motherfucker on. Uh, I, that's what I. She's was, more powerful than the Hulk. She's more powerful than all of them. I, that's what I thought she was. Gonna, I mean, that's what I thought was going to happen. Well, that isn't what happened. That is not what happened. In fact, what does happen is kind of dumb, but very wonderful. Yes. and sad, but fantastic. It's really yeah. It was meant to be, but I was still like, uh, Captain Marvel could just be like, zoink. <laughs> yeah. So, y- yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Captain Marvel wins the end. Captain Marvel, big time. That, <laughs> yes. Right. That's, that, how, that's what it would have been called. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, end, Captain Instead Marvel of Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Guys, I think you're going to get in-game, cool in-game uh, spoilers in the middle of a Beverly Hills Cop review, did the you? Middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the middle. Or should I say just opening the wrapper up still? <laughs> yes. mm. But yeah, so the cops pull up and the dude's like, I'm out of here. And so the truck drives off and Eddie Murphy is hanging off chains in the back. And the dude driving the semi is taking great joy in smashing as many cars as he possibly can. Like, and I the, mean, the amount of cars rushing. Oh, dude, it's a great chase scene. It is sweet. Like the cops coming after. It's a great co- police chase. Like a real, t- like a real. I mean, it's a real over Bruckheimer, the top yeah. Hollywood Bruckheimer, Bruckheimer was, fucking chase. Bruckheimer was sharpening his yeah. sword on this scene for the rest of his fucking career. But it's a good police chase. Oh. But man, the so there the things loose. This truck is going seemingly 145 miles an hour through Detroit. I mean, the way these cars are getting smashed. Yeah, because he. I mean, also, what I wonder how many trucks they went through. Like, oh, how I know. many fucking semis did you have to go through to 
do <laughs> finish this. that scene or like they had it reinforced with like five inches of steel in the front or some shit it's like yeah, yeah. sure a, a semi smashes into it's a car undamaged. but also a big chunk of the semi is also going to be severely severely damaged after car number five i would say yeah maybe. there was there was <laughs> nary a dent or even <laughs> smoke coming no. out they didn't even try and pretend <laughs> like no and the guy was just yeah. loving it. Just he was like, like ah, yeah. smiling behind the wheel, <laughs> like, smashing the, through all this shit. This guy is the best um, driver ever, somehow. But then finally, there's a barricade of cops. There's like ten cop cars blocking the road, and crashes. Rather than driving through them, the semi, the guy driving the semi, swerves off. The back trailer comes off that Eddie Murphy is in, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be. Something. And it just kind of slowly stops. I was like, oh, right. I assumed this was going to be like more adventurous stuff where Eddie Murphy is like in the back of a freewheeling trailer. The whole time he's in the back of that of that uh, trailer with all those cigarettes, like he should have been like, they act like the, the fact that he's surrounded by a bunch of boxes yeah. and just falls into like a ball pit. Yeah. That somehow he's safe. It's like, no way, dude. That guy's going to get all fucked yeah. up back there. And they show like he's, there's one scene where he very... They very clearly show him like swing off with the chain. Yes, and it's like whoa, like oh, right. get get this stunt shot of Eddie Murphy right. swinging off the truck. But they finally stop. The dude crashes because he veers off the road with the cops barricade. Yeah, and the cops arrest them. Presumably, did they shoot him? They didn't. They didn't leave the weapon. That shit yet. They didn't mm-hmm. shoot anybody. Uh, and they the dude runs away. I don't know if they caught him or not. Uh, yeah, he just takes off. Yeah, and that's it. Like kind of goofy, and you never see him again. Right. But then the cops are at the back of the trailer. Four cops. And they're like, guns drawn. put it down, dumbass. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and he no, comes asshole. Because the- I thought asshole sounds a lot like Axel is what I thought. All right. So then Eddie Murphy crawls out of the ball pit of cigarettes. And it, and <laughs> and pauses for about three seconds. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then the cop, you see him, he go. He puts his gun down. Axel, I didn't know it was you. I should have known it was yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're back at yeah, the I'm police station. Yeah, we get some station. Eddie Murphy laugh there. And boy. <laughs> Man, that was prominent in everything he did until he I, decided he was done doing it. I didn't realize how prominent it was. I figured it was like maybe three or four like thrown in, but he does Dude, it. Dude, in every movie he's in. This in. Movie. Huh. In every movie he's in, up until he, I think... Maybe the nutty professors. Maybe before that, yeah. He decided he was like, "I'm done." And I'm like, "How do you s- decide to quit doing your your laugh?" Yeah, it's weird. But he did, and he doesn't do it anymore at all. So is he going to do a comedy uh, special or no? Seventy mil. I don't know. Is he going to though? I would assume so. Because you know he's oh. with it. He knows what's going on with the people on the street. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the biggest movie star on earth. <laughs> I mean, he's. I mean, it's like him, Tom Cruise. The who, movie who, stars. Movie. Who star. else is like on the? Who's on the Infinity Gauntlet of movie stars? You know what I'm saying? Oh man, Tom Cruise. It doesn't exist as much anymore. Uh, I, uh, but yes, it's the last. I mean, it's kind but of. But people last. keep saying that, and I'm like, you say that, but the same people are in every franchise movie there is. Like Chris Hemsworth, are you fucking kidding me? He's in fucking Men in Black. 
He's in goddamn. He's, and he's still early in his career. Like yeah. he'll be, uh, he'll be. A, he's in all the Avengers in twenty forty five. He'll yeah. he'll win the Academy Award for playing Donald Trump in the in the Downfall oh, of America movie. That is a question. That's like an old man, dude. I have a who do you? Because there, it's not going to be long before there's a Donald Trump movie. Oh, I know. I asked that question. Who a long is going to play? Ago. Who's going to be the first person? Who is going to gonna be the first person to play Donald Trump? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask that question on Facebook right now. We'll I've thought what, about it many times. I have too. And then I'm like, I don't know. Are they going to heavily make up someone? Probably. I mean, he, Donald is it Trump be a is Donald or Trump a drama? is such a. How do you make a drama with Trump? <laughs> like all the stupid shit he Hold says. I mean, like what is this? This drama is, has the worst writing I've ever heard. Like, no, no, this is all shit he actually said. I am very curious who it will be. The first person will be Gary Oldman in a shitload of makeup. Maybe it's not going to be Baldwin. He's too. He's, yeah, and his his Trump is over the top. You know, no one, people can't hear you talking. You're not, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, the, what if it was maybe Jim Carrey and a bunch of fucking prosthetics? I could see that he might even finance it if he got to make it. Who's, hmm, maybe an old dude, an older actor, like fucking, I don't know, man. Who could do it? Who will do it? Because it's going to happen soon, even if he's still in office, I feel like. And he will rail against it so hard. Mm, Were you enjoying this monologue? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, there's not, as far as I know, there's not one in production. Not that you, you can't, so much is happening and things change. There's no point. Oh yeah, I know. It would be ridiculous. But it will be soon, is what I'm saying. It'll, as soon as his, as his, as soon as his presidency is done, which is hopefully in a year. Then immediately, like I feel like people are writing them at like in real time. No, because you know what I'm saying like the, writing a script because in real the time. news is ha- they're like uh, you listen to the news. I listen to the news, and they're like it's hard to keep up, and it fucking is because this shit is goddamn insane, right? And not just that shit. The fucking rainforest is burning apparently, oh, yeah. and no one's talking about oh. it. Uh, <laughs> uh, ah, but remember the eighties? Yeah, <laughs> everything uh, was cool a back simpler then. Simpler time. <laughs> You know, <laughs> trucks full of cigarettes for five thousand dollars. I want someone to draw a picture of a DeLorean flying through the air with a fucking uh, trailer full of cigarettes, <laughs> boxes of cigarettes, <laughs> and toll driving it. <laughs> oh man! I would buy that T-shirt <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Also, the song, the Neutron Dance was playing during the car chase. Uh, whether or not I love play. that song. <laughs> I fucking Do you love every love song, song in this movie. Because I own here. Wait, theme? here. I'll tell you why. Oh. Here, listen, listen. I'll tell you why. Because I got this movie uh, on tape on on this. I got the soundtrack on tape. Yeah. From the uh, Columbia Records Club. Oh baby. shit! How old were you? When did your parents have to cancel that shit? <laughs> I was eight. Yeah. I saw this in the uh, story. I CD got twenty theater. CDs for yeah. a, a 
20 cents. <laughs> I can't lose. Yeah. They but, send you one every month and you just have to send it back. The 21st and I'm a, CD and I'm a, $300. I'm a eight-year-old boy and I can handle that responsibility. No problem. I won't just hide them under my bed and freak out when they start calling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those guys are still uh, after me to this yeah. day. <laughs> uh, uh, I will also say that the Beverly Hills Cop theme, when I was a child, it was genuinely a toss-up between Axel the, F. the Spaceballs theme song and the Beverly Hills Cop theme song. Spaceballs theme song had lyrics. Because there used to be, honestly, a commercial for movie soundtracks when they had they would oh, show it going up. Yes. And I would be like, oh, and I guarantee I had not seen Beverly Hills Cop, but dun 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 dun. It worked in my little brain so hard. I was like, this is all. I would walk around as a little kid going. I'm pretty sure I own. Brush my teeth. I remember getting this from Columbia House and just listening to the hell yeah. It's no wonder that I love The Heat Is On, Axel The Heat Is On. Monster Hits. This is a great soundtrack. It is crazy. I miss soundtracks. And I think part of the reason many of these... Maybe, I mean, it goes both ways, but a lot of these songs were hits because of this movie. And yeah. Again, this, this was movie a, was a hit because of the music. This was the number two movie of the year behind fucking Temple of Doom. 316 mil, buddy, on a $14 million budget. You could not ask for a better return on something. Yabagoo. No, that's oh. pretty good. That's a Holy shit. It's pretty well done. Yeah. Uh, Paul Reiser is his buddy in the police force because he's, oh. he's back at the police station. And he was now. super obnoxious. I had a vivid memory from this movie of Paul Reiser being like a turncoat, and I was like, I think that's just because I saw Aliens, Aliens, and Beverly Hills Cop probably around the same time. Mm. And in Aliens, Paul Reiser is like the turncoat bad guy, and oh, I God, thought he wasn't right. this. God, yeah. Spoiler alert! Oh man, <laughs> yeah. we gotta watch. We that. should do. There's one, another one I own. Fuck. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I gotta watch. I that. own a shitload of movies, uh, and I own this movie. Mm-hmm. And Alex was like, "Let's do a movie that you own, so you don't have to bother with renting it." And then I was like, "Oh, they're not organized in any way whatsoever." <laughs> and I came up and I excavate the and pile. I still have some in the basement. Or my roommate pretty much lives. All right, hold on. I know we've done this before, but I'm going to go over to Toll's. I'm just going to read part of one stack, all right, just so we know. <laughs> I did this before. This is like a like probably 30 episodes ago I did this, <laughs> so we'll, we'll revisit. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm in front of Toll's. Skip the pornos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the other half, okay. The pornos aren't mine. They were given to me. <laughs> just heads up. <laughs> Gifted porn, the best yeah. kind. All right. Uh, we'll just start. Okay, from the top, we <laughs> we got funny people. Toll Toll owns funny people. Oh yeah. Do you watch that often? No. Ugh. But remember, like I did, but sort like of. A, like around like in the early two thousands when owning having a having a a uh, robust DVD collection was uh, important. Also, everyone <laughs> at the time that came out compared me to Seth Rogen, and I just started doing stand up, kind of, you know. Yeah. So just that's. That's also a thing. We got the bear. Isn't that kind of a DVD? Or a, isn't that is that a DVD? 
Isn't it that is? a uh, documentary? No, the bear. But it's is, just like a bear movie. It's about it's about a bear whose mom died. I got that oh, was yeah, actually yeah, a yeah. funny story about the bear is that when I got that as a gift, uh, my ex girlfriend bought it for me. And it was at like my birthday party. I go, I was like, oh, you bought me my own personal tragedy. And no one laughed and I blushed real hard because <laughs> it's sad as fuck. Because at the beginning yeah. of the movie, the bear's mom dies. And it is, it's about a bear. It's yeah, also yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. the dude that made Milo and Otis, who, uh, you know how many kittens died in that fucking movie? Toll. That's not the kind of trivia I want on this podcast, all right? It's not the same dude, by the way. <laughs> Seventeen. That dude, the guy that 18? made the bear later made a even twenty. He later made a movie about tigers with Guy Pierce that came out like five years ago. Oh yeah, I have a vague. It was called the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a bear one called the Bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was one, uh, there was two tigers, so it was called the Tigers. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, continue. What else we got here of notes? There was uh, a period of time where I would just buy any, if it was in the $5 bin and it wasn't a huge piece I'm of I'm going to guess this next it. one was one of those, Rescue Dawn. I love Rescue Dawn. <laughs> oh, you'll defend that one? Dude, no. Steve Zahn should have got a fucking Oscar nomination for that. That is a have big statement. Have you watched statement. it? That's it's a fucking fantastic. Statement. I have not, actually. It is fucking fantastic. Plus, it's a Vietnam movie, which I got a real fucking hard on for. I was going to say Soft Spot. And I went with hard on. <laughs> you went stuff. hard. You went the yeah. other way. Uh, you got War of the Worlds. I love that movie. Yeah. That stands up. Tom Dude, Cruise Werner is on, Herzog Tom Cruise directed. Is on that ga- the, uh, Werner Herzog directed Rescue Dawn. It's a fucking weird ass movie. Mm, now I kind of want to check it out. Christian Bale. I went on your lo-fi fucking 480p DVD. Oh, two Seth Rogans. There's something about Mary. Ah, oh, boy, I haven't seen that. In forever, and I've watched that maybe a bazillion times. It's been on uh, the Primo channels recently. Has it? I've mm. watched it at least twice. Speaking of the Primo channels, I finished watching Rambo tonight. Oh, the buddy. new Rambo that we've. Oh you, yeah, you have urged me for like the last <laughs> yeah. year to watch. And what? What's your conclusion? I'm gonna take a break from the fucking DVDs. I gotta talk, <laughs> now we're gonna talk about Rambo for a minute. Hey guys, uh, Beverly Hills Cop wins the end. Okay, so now anyways, Rambo. <laughs> also, have we? By the way, I don't think we together we've ever liked a movie more than First Blood. That we were like, holy shit. That was shit. a real shocker. The Fly, maybe. The In shocker, fact, but I was not surprised. My time hop today had my uh, skit, my Fly skit advertising. You got to bring podcast. those skits back. It was, it's funny, but also I was like, mm, I'm such a. And I look, God, I got a little fucking ass and long, skinny legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of your trademark. <laughs> yeah. In your voice. Yes. Oh, Those yeah. legs, that ass, and that voice. Mm. The Tom McGrain story. Our friends love this. People that don't know us are like, uh, I'm going to go listen to something yeah. else. Just kidding. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. You're great. Yeah. We've actually got a lot of feedback lately. Nice. People that are like, I fucking like, this, yeah, I really love it, and it's great, and I'll kill myself if you stop. I'm like, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for thanks for emailing again, Mom. <laughs> oh shit! Anyway, uh, so I, I Rambo was bananas. It is fucking crazy. I cannot. Okay, am I, mean, I exaggerating when shocking. I say he kills two thousand people? 
Am I exaggerating? I don't think I am. Like, it's like a field of human beings. Are like, you bringing any weapons? And it's yeah. like... Ram- Rambo spends like, a lot of shit. a lot of time behind a mounted fifty cal, <laughs> yeah. just blowing uh ham sized holes through people. A in field gra- of human beings with <laughs> blood just. <laughs> and and then they're like, I oh, mean, we finally mastered uh, CGI. Yes, let's use it. Yes, for <laughs> oh sure. Oh my god! Oh, it almost felt like that movie was a demo reel for for that technology. Yeah, whatever Ooh. that was. <laughs> oh man, it's fucking crazy. I cannot believe how many people got killed and how many little kids and women and like kids getting their heads blown. And you're like, they're just they they obviously made a list. Like, okay, deaths. All right. Military, uh, you know, deaths among civilians and other people. Like, yeah. What's the grossest? What's number one? Okay, number one is like taking a baby and, and exploding its head. Like, okay, <laughs> we're definitely doing that a couple times. Got it. Yeah. And then they just Check. worked their way down a terrible yep. list yep. and then made them all a happen. grandma? Oh, no problem. Yeah, Here easy. comes two grandpas easy, right easy. on top. Oh, yeah. Ripped in half. <laughs> yes. Heads cut off. Hey, is that a mentally disabled person <laughs> in, a, in a wheelchair? Watch this. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it explodes. It's actually very inclusive if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You man. know, it cuts both ways. You, yeah. You know, everyone, we want all creeds and, and races and genders to be dudes. starring in movies, but all creeds, races, and genders oh. have to also be obliterated. Also, you know what I'm saying? It's funny. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's fucking track record for making like an Oscar worthy, like one of the best movies you've ever seen. And I will, I will fucking put my stamp on that. First Blood is fucking oh, fantastic. Yes. And then the later sequels being so goddamn insane and over the top where you're like, what are you doing? I'm so excited. I, I guess to he's watch only got those. two. He's got Rocky, oh. Rocky, Rocky two. And then Rocky three is like, oh, it's getting a little crazy. Rocky four is like, oh, you're getting real Ooh, crazy. You're getting real crazy now, you and know? And Rocky five is like, don't, no, no one should watch this movie. <laughs> Go for it. Tommy Gunn. <laughs> My dude, my fucking brother-in-law saw the real, the guy that played Tommy Gunn <laughs> oh, punch someone in the face at a Perkins in Iowa City. For real. <laughs> yes. It's crazy, right? And I was like, this can't be true. I'm going to have to double check if it's true. But he was like, yeah, man. The real, the guy that played Tommy Gunn that no one has ever seen again. That he was at a that Perkins in Iowa City. <laughs> Thank God. He did. Weird. Yeah. Mm. He claims he got it from boxing. Tommy Love Gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Grum K. Grum K indeed. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, shit. Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the heat is on. Yes. Woo. Uh, by the way, continuing the to the long tradition <laughs> of movies being like, this is okay, because he's back at the police department. <laughs> oh, no transitions, just like my comedy, baby. Don't, Don't worry, worry about, about it. it. No, no. Uh, back at the police department. Rambo mini he's review He's got to face over. the chief. Paul Reiser's talking to him. Oh, yes. And, and I- it's not the chief, but it's the head of whatever department they're in. Right. Because he talks about, he talked to the chief, the deputy chief. It's Inspector Todd. That's his name. Uh, Who, guess what he is? Yeah. A black, an, an angry black man. Oh, weird. Yes. Is, the, is in charge of the, uh, the, the cop that, that 
doesn't follow the beaten path. Right. It's an angry black man. Crazy. That has never happened in a movie before. You know, it's uh, like they're making up for something in movies. Or, or is it more sinister be? than that? Is it that they're like, okay, we're gonna have a, a someone, a, the cop, the our cop character in this film is gonna be kind of crazy and to do some fucked up stuff, and, and so it's gonna be kind of a duality here. So it's not perfect or whatever. He's he's kind of a shithead. So his boss has to be a black guy. Who's that means you know the black guy can't really be in charge because he has this asshole underneath him. I think that you're truly onto something there. I hope that's not true. Like I'm taking your badge. Yes. Like no. So much. But guess what? I'm not gonna listen to what you say. Yes. Angry black man. I don't have to, cause you're a black man. Oh fuck. What? You just blew something wide. We open. just blew this shit wide open. You just blew Tommy Gunn's asshole wide <laughs> open. <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Guess what? Oh, I have to man. inhale. All righty. We'll inhale. <laughs> and exhale. Woo! <laughs> 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 it sounded like more of a breeze. <laughs> yeah. All right, real quick, we'll jump in uh, with, uh, with what we have so far from... I just asked a question of who would play Trump. Yeah. In the, in the first... Whatever it is, whoever makes it, whoever is the first one to get it for like a major studio release, Netflix or even or whatever, you know, major motion picture, Donald yeah, yeah. Trump, the movie. Oh, are you getting President comments Trump already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Here's what we got. From our beloved Ann Matthew, our, our bartender, uh, comedy mother extraordinaire, she says, Howard the Duck, which I don't think is a serious oh. answer. Come on. Come on. My sister Sarah Sarah Schaefer Shez, uh, Sarah Schaefer Shez, John Gruden. Uh, if he ever if he yeah, ever was able I'm to be sure an actor, he could because he's uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a total moron. Uh, Eric Olson says Gary Busey. Yeah, I got a few likes. That's actually if he wasn't a fucking wackadoo, he mm. would be a decent. Here, okay, in choice. the Donald in the Donald Trump movie, here's here's my lock. The person that will play Boris Johnson is Gary Busey. <laughs> He's too fucking old, dude. Otherwise, oh, yes, yeah, I agree. Me, yeah. Boris, yeah. I guess so. Boris Johnson is the fucking roommate from Notting Hill, dude. <laughs> Without yeah. question. The guy that played the lizard in fucking the uh, sequel to the amazing Spider-Man. Rice Ifans. Reese Ifans. Ra's that's who will play Boris Johnson. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but that's... I think it's Ra's al Ghul. I think you're right. Uh, Travis Haggard says Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, I, I mean, wouldn't put it past not? him. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't put it past yeah. him. If it's a serious role. Right. Gain weight. Yeah. He'd, he'd be older. Uh, he'd come out of retirement to play Trump, and it's the performance of the uh, millennium, you know? Yeah, that's probably a joke answer, too, but I no, wouldn't no, put no, it past I, him at all. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, Travis, Our friend Travis Bales says, Air Bud. I like that. Air Bud, not bad. <laughs> I think Air Bud probably died 25 years ago, which is sad to think <laughs> yes. about, but that's probably true. Uh, Molly McGrain, Toll's own sister, makes an excellent, I think, probably my fav- my my uh, my uh, my number one pick here, Christian Bale. Oh, I could absolutely see that. He'll be older. He could just get that chaining weight back on. Oh, yeah. I could see him. They put that wig on. 
Oh fuck. That's a that's, that's a real, real good. solid choice. Yeah. Yep. Directed by fucking uh or no, maybe written by uh the West Wing guy. Aaron Sorkin. Thank you, yes. Directed by mm, directed by David Martin Fincher. Scorsese. Ooh, David Fincher. Who's a fucking perfectionist. That would be a crazy goddamn movie. <laughs> directed by uh shit. Um uh fuck. The guy that made uh the fantastic Mr. Fox. Wes Anderson. Oh, Wes Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trump, the Wes Anderson Trump movie. Who stars as Trump in the in the Wes Anderson version Bill of Bill Murray. Right? For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Asked and answered. You're right. Yep. <laughs> that would be goddamn insane. <laughs> Just panning over the dollhouse, White House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the different rooms. While, while a clarinet plays. Uh, Alec Baldwin narrating it, ironically, kind of, because he played Trump so long in SNL. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Like, there he is. <laughs> In the Lincoln bedroom. Uh, Wes Anderson, are you listening to this? Uh, oh, man. Someone, someone, please, everyone, go tweet Wes Anderson. I put, I put a popsicle in my uh, podcast juice thinking it would make it cooler. <laughs> right. And it just made it uh, not any cooler and much grosser. <laughs> good job. Yeah, thanks. That's a good cocktail right mm. there. That's the podcast juice cooler. Podcast culotta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a positive sound, I feel Podcaster, like. Podcasterita? <laughs> yes. It's a podcasterita. Mm. Told it's invented the podcasterita. And nobody wants it. Look out, White Claw. Here comes the <laughs> podcasterita. <laughs> uh, I like, some people say they like it when we veer off, and some people say, I wish you would just get through it well guess what guys <laughs> toll and i do what we like to do and that's the end of that yep and it goes both ways so you just have to deal with it it huh? does go take, both ways you take the good you take the bad <laughs> you take the bad you you take them both and then you and now you have the facts the of facts life. of life the facts of life <laughs> tootie what are you doing oh man we haven't we haven't done a facts of life tootie reference and Maybe three podcasts. So we're right on schedule. Mm-hmm. Speaking of 2D references. Oh, nope. I'll shit my pants. <laughs> All right. So the man in charge tells Axel Foley, <laughs> uh, you're a good cop and you got great potential. It's like, okay. All right. The standard speech for the 23-year-old Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's a brand spanking new detective trying to trying to do too much. But actually, as an allegory, Eddie Murphy is great casting because he was doing f- far too well. Not he wasn't doing far too well. Like he was doing wonderfully at nineteen. Yes. So it makes sense to cast him as an yeah. overachieving anything, really. Yes, in a lot of ways. Well done, especially in a comedy. It is kind of funny that his first few movies weren't straight-up comedies. They were action comedies. Yes. We're co- <clears throat> yes. Except Trading Not Places, I was, wasn't. But it wasn't, I don't know. I know what you're they saying. They had, like, gravitas. Yes, they're, they're much more But dense. 48 Hours and uh, 
the movie we just watched. <laughs> <laughs> BBC. <laughs> Beverly BBC Hills Cop. Uh, are they have a very they have an action BBC. That too. Oh, that's just what you say when you see Eddie Murphy with his pants off. <laughs> oh, Kabagul. <laughs> All right. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, look at that BBC. You see, you see it in those jeans too. Sometimes in this movie, like, ooh, take it easy, Eddie Murphy. God damn. <laughs> Who's your tailor? So yeah, he gets reprimanded. He goes back. He goes back to his apartment after everyone kind of shits on him for causing half of Detroit's cars to be destroyed by. Okay, but can I ask this question? Oh yeah, how did he? What did he do wrong exactly in all this? He He literally didn't do anything. He was an undercover. He wasn't supposed to be undercover. He wasn't. No. Did they say that? Yes. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't. He understand. was doing this on his own. God damn it! Okay, so that which is what the whole rest of the movie is. He wow, was... I missed a like a keystone. Yeah, of the you fucking missed a movie. Vital, <laughs> a vital point. Yes. Who said that? Where? When did that come up? Uh the 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 uh the the. Hey, inspector, inspector Todd was right. like. Be, Doing you, undercover work when you're not even blah blah blah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I missed that line. Yeah, that whole uh, thing. It was just geez. him doing it. And I was then probably they were like, googling. Ex- and then they said, uh, "Where did you get the truck?" And he, it was a truck they confiscated like a couple right. weeks before. I caught that. Yeah. Okay. Which so he he's, stole out. He's of an extreme. Impound. So that sets the whole uh, underpinning that he is an extreme rule bender. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I missed that because I'm like, I don't. Why are they coming down so hard? And what the, he was an undercover cop in the middle of a bus that went wrong, and they're all mad. And he's at him. not an undercover cop; he's Got a it. detective. Gotcha. This gotcha, is fucking gotcha. gross. You should taste it. <laughs> the the podcast is not. It's not. It's not cooled down at all. <laughs> okay, it just made go. it thicker. Oh yeah, and, and the okay. So There's also strawberry okay, chunks in there. Now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just to break down the, the uh, podcast, Rita is in a mug. It's halfway full. The stick is still in there. Yeah. So tell me what we. So we got the the podcast juice, which is for those of you at home, rum and diet coke today. Yes. Sure. Rum it's and diet. Whatever. Rum and diet. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then the popsicle was what? The popsicle freezer was burned a, what? Because you asked me a one question of the about healthy uh, strawberry popsicles with like real fruit chunks in it. Gotcha. And it was very freezer burnt. So right now I'm I feel like I'm looking at like a drink that sat out from last night because like, <laughs> yeah. there's a stick a sad stick in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, but I'm gonna try. It. All right, here we go. Uh, podcast pod, podcasterita. Here we go. You start selling these at Black Cat Ice Cream. Um. <laughs> It tastes like a drink that's been out for three days. <laughs> yeah. it, it somehow made it, it much worse. It tastes like a drink that's... And it's not cool at all. No. That was a whole popsicle. No, uh-uh. What the fuck? It didn't cool it down in the slightest. It was like it went in there and disintegrated. It went in there and died. It warmed up. It went in there and died. There's a corpse of a popsicle in this drink. Uh, I'm going to have to throw my cat in this drink later. <laughs> that cat, Alex. I haven't seen not him all to, night. He's outside. No debt. He hasn't brought any. Uh, he hasn't brought an, an offering to us. Oh, he doesn't bring dead offerings, my friend. He brings mostly. Living he brings ones, live stunned offer. ones. I used to fucking <laughs> leave the door open. So Your living room is now the fucking uh, gladiator pit. Oh, no, he brought a fucking ch- big ass chipmunk in here, and I was like, oh, oh. doors closed. 
because that thing was fucking. Because he doesn't. He's not trying to kill these things. He's you just know what he's doing. Playing no, with he them. does. Yeah, he's just he, sadistic. He doesn't know. I don't know. He's gonna have to go. I'm. I'm curious. But he pees. He doesn't pee in the litter box. He only pees on the couch. Hey guys, who wants to adopt uh, Toll, uh, famous comedian Toll McGrain of a Let's Run Our Childhood podcast, uh, derelict cat? <laughs> Let him know. You could be famous for owning a very famous cat that's been on this <laughs> yeah. podcast so many times. You can name him Podcat. It'll be great. Just let oh, Toll know. Podcast. There we go. So we put an ad out for him now. That's better than Craigslist. I'm actually, I will probably say something on Facebook, and but the cat is going to have to go. And I feel real bad because no one wants to adopt uh, a, a pee-pee cat. Ah, uh, you never know. They don't put that down. Uh, just, just tell them, no, it's fine. I mean, maybe he will. Cats uh, pee like that when they're like, don't feel comfortable. Like, cause he mo- got moved from his his home. Yeah, but he was doing it at his home. Okay, well he's a dick. But what are you gonna do? I don't know. Hey, if anyone wants this cat, he's pretty he's great. nice. He's not very friendly. Cool, but you gotta sell this cat. But he, I mean, you, you, you gotta pick him up. Come on, he's nice, right? He's good he's looking. Not, he he has won't long, hurt anybody. He has long legs. He probably he's won't got hurt long you. fucking legs. Yeah, he won't hurt you. Yeah. Oh man, he's a good hunter. You could be a great I mean, barn cat, yeah. huh? Come on, Toll. Yeah. Got to mark. Got to work on your marketing skills here. Clearly, blah, man, that thing is gross. Beverly Hills Cop wins the end. <laughs> um. So yeah, he gets reprimanded. He goes back to his apartment, and there's a dude in there. He pulls his gun out on him. Oh, it's his old friend. Oh my God, we're only just starting the movie. Jesus Christ. Sorry. We're we're but we're. We're doing fine. We're doing great. <laughs> it's his old friend from high school, I assume, that's sitting in his apartment. Right. And he shows him he's got, he's like, look at this. I got 10,000 Deutschmarks. He's got like these fucking bonds. Bonds. Untraceable bonds. Yeah. Well, it turns out he stole them. Uh, and Eddie Murphy's like, don't tell me that. <laughs> right. Uh, and they go out drinking at a bar. Um, Playing pool, drinking, yep. having a good time. Basically, like we're this, but it's established. And Eddie Murphy here. drinks scotch and sodas in this movie, which is like that's a that, that was, was that was Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone's Stallone. choice. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, drink scotch <laughs> and soda <laughs> like a man. You know? Yes. Um, yeah. Did we mention that this was that on the we, podcast uh, or before I think the maybe podcast? We talked before this movie was originally to be a Sylvester Stallone vehicle. Yes. And it got massively rewritten. It sounded like, I mean, this was like the script was never actually really done on this film. It was always a work in progress. It was kind of flying by the seat of their pants <laughs> yeah. and doing it right. You know, they did the same thing on Ghostbusters, my man. Yeah? Yeah. Also, Ghostbusters was originally supposed to be about aliens, which makes sense because- we, Did we talk about that in Ghostbusters too? Uh, probably. I don't know. Go back and listen to it, guys. Let us know. It's funny that we did Ghostbusters too. Yeah, go back, find, tell us what we said. We don't fucking know. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yep, yep. And then they talk about Jenny Summers, their other old friend from from high school. He's like, oh yeah, I got to be a security guard yep. for her at an art gallery. Um, You'll never guess where. In motherfucking Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Yep. Which Beverly Hills, it was like the that that uh, that was like the ground zero for like being wealthy and extravagant in the eighties. Beverly Hills. I don't think you need to add was. 
I, is it still? I feel that's kind of maybe old timey anymore to be like, ooh, Beverly Hills, or is it still? I I don't know. Beverly Hills. That's where <laughs> I wanna <laughs> be. Oh, living in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Like uh, <laughs> Local H, Please No More California Songs. Remember that song? Please No More California Songs. I know that one. Oh, yeah. It's fun because there's a shitload of songs about California. Quite, <laughs> quite a few. Mm-hmm. Podcasting. Podcasting. Um, so, yeah. And they talk. And they talk about uh, Eddie Murphy stealing a Cadillac back when they were friends, and they laugh. He goes, yeah, huh, it's, it's huh, established huh, that they're like old Eddie friends. Mine is better than yours. This is a rare occasion. Malfunction. That was not good. That's now I'm, your, yours is it. good. I, I it wasn't not. good. Um, so, yeah, they talk about stealing cars. And the dude took the rap and said nothing about Axel Foley when right. he got caught. He's like, why didn't you say that? Why didn't you say anything? And the dude's answer is, because I love you, man. And you're like, established. This is a real friendship. Right. I don't think either one is going to fuck the other one over. In the uh, Sylvester Stallone version, that was to be his brother. Ah. Hey, I love you, you know, like, <laughs> you die all these bearer bonds? What do those even do? I don't know. Hey, tell me, you stole those. Uh, I'm just doing an impression of Alex doing <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. I'm doing, like an, I'm, I'm doing an impression of an impression of an impression, and Toll's doing an impression of that. That's where you get, hey, you know, you gotta eat them. Just bring it down to the source material, yeah, you know? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, when I get old and lose my mind, that's what my voice will be. <laughs> hey, you know, I do comedy, you know. <laughs> pretty, like, regular or whatever, you know. Oh. Uh, oh. Yes. So they're back at the apartment now, or walking to it. And uh, Eddie Murphy gets a, they're talking, ha, laughing in the hallway. He's like, hey, man, you got to stand yourself up. I got I to open the door. And he goes to open the door, and he gets a fucking bonk, conk on the head, knocks him right out. Right. The, the classic yep. one shot to the dome, you out, out for yeah. The perfect amount of time. Right. <laughs> yes, whatever time. that is. Whatever the plot calls for, you got it. That's how long it. you're out. Yep. Uh, and they start talking to dude. And also, by the way, it's Mike from fucking Breaking Bad. Yeah, and he played an asshole in like lots of movies. In the it 80s. is nice to see him in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul playing against character. Also, yes. I was like, it's funny his voice now. If you if you ever when he speaks now, he's like, I'm, I'm this actor, blah blah blah. Like mm-hmm. it's like fucking on the as bottom as you can get a lot yeah. of times. And in this, this is like, oh, you have like a normal voice. He's like, oh hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yes. Whoa, wait, did you steal those doors? You from that cop from Come Beverly on. Hills over there? <laughs> Things change. It's uh, weird. They do. They do. What are the, that's what my voice isn't even going to register when I'm 80 yeah. years old. Because I'm going to be fucking dead <laughs> from doing podcasts. <laughs> he is like 80, though, I think. It's crazy. Yeah, he's still alive. He's old as fuck. Still doing... Still killing it. 
Yeah. Better Call guy's... Saul is good shit. Yeah, that guy's never stopped. He's one of those dudes who just never stopped working. Character actor. Yeah. That I also love most people. Actors. Uh, Steven Root was on Fresh Air on NPR today. That was fun. Quit bragging about NPR so much in this episode. Um, Jeez. I, I think. Woo. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm a, I'm a fucking. NP, NPR-aholic. <laughs> a real yeah, npr yeah. I'm cultured, Alex. I've uh, never traveled anywhere. You're cultured as fuck. <laughs> yes. That's but I do listen to NPR. Their music right. is bad. At night, my man. All right. What? Okay. <laughs> Don't so, talk yeah. shit about NPR. Come on. They're like, oh, Mike, Mike, whatever your last name is, after they knock Eddie Murphy out, you can never come back. Or Tony. What does what is that dude's name? Who? The kid the dude that they is about to get murdered. Uh Mikey? Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Yes. They're like, you can never come back. <laughs> and then they Punch him a couple times. He falls to the ground, and dude from Better Call Saul caps him in the head twice. Yep. And it's a weird sound. It's like yeah. an old-fashioned movie sound. You're like, and there's no blood or anything, which I was kind of surprised by because this is rated R. Yeah, no, I was, I, I, yeah, I was lacked by the, I was surprised by the lack of any sort of blood splatter or yeah. smoke or. You know the uh, muzzle flash something. I th- I'm sure I've said this before on the podcast too, but Willem Dafoe when he gets when he gets uh, <laughs> killed in Platoon, your favorite scene of all time that helps you sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was supposed to have all these blood packs were supposed to yeah, yeah, blast yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We just like talking about. We it. like going back to things. It's fine. <laughs> People listen to this podcast specifically so we can. Just keep regurgitating just reference about the same. Uh, I don't know dozen. Shut up! No, no. Hey, no, I'm on true. board, and I oh, do no. the same thing. I agree, and we, we're doing it too. Obviously, I, we're doing it too. We're what? doing this. Wait, oh, that was so meta. That was. Bro. Oh fuck! Yeah, we're gonna tear a, a fucking hole in space time if we keep talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> Better pump the brakes. So right. yeah, two hitmen kill his friend. Cops arrive. He is talking to Inspector Todd once again. And he's like, you're off the case. This is not your case anymore. Whatever. We're giving it to Rand, I think is the dude's name. Right. And it doesn't matter. But he uh, he's then like, well, I think I need a vacation. Oh, nice. Oh, fuck you. There was a moth. I killed it. A little he swatted one. Swatted it out of the air um, like a fucking... And he tells him, I need a little vacation. Because he tells him he's off the case. He's like, that was a friend of mine. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was the one spot where he actually did not do that. But I do appreciate it anyways. Uh, So you can just keep doing that. Yeah. And uh, he tells him he needs a vacation. And the dude is like, if you fucking fuck with this case, you're going to have the longest vacation you ever had. And cut to... Eddie Murphy drove his Chevy Nova Chevy all Nova. the way to Beverly Hills. His beater of a 20-year-old. He's also a straight-up con man. Like, that's his skill. L- yeah, it's like, he luckily he decided he wanted to be a cop, and like yeah. he's using his powers for good yeah. instead of evil because, yeah, he basically can talk his way and just push his way into anything. Man, it looks like a fucking... <laughs> 
three-year-old <laughs> that ate like five strawberries just had diarrhea in my podcast juice. I'm tossing this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own for two minutes because this is done. Yuck. <laughs> Man, we got a pot. Oh, yuck. Even he ate the stick, too. Oh, yeah. We got a podcast juice emergency, okay. folks. All right. Monologue time. Nine months. Or we can inhale. Take your pick. Nah, go for it. <laughs> if this doesn't work, I'll just edit it out because I, I so highly edit this this entire podcast. All right. Let's go, let's go back to the internet. Uh, let's see if we got some more Donald Trump stars starring as Donald Trump. Uh, Let's see. Ooh, Jack Lewis is coming in with John Travolta. Ooh, excellent choice. That is an excellent choice. Toll, if you Toll's uh, working on his podcast, Use Emergency. He just said that could end up being John Travolta's next comeback, and he's absolutely right. P.S. Uh, if you're not following John Travolta on Instagram, you should because uh, he just figured out how to use it, and he's an absolute maniac. He looks like an insane person. It's really weird. I can't. And he just so he, and he finally gave up all the hair pieces. So he's straight up bald. So he's on Instagram and he's bald and he's, and he's proud. He looks good. He looks good. He gives me hope. So my fucking hair finally blows out. I'll just pull a John Travolta and have wigs for twenty more years, and then finally give in and be bald. No, probably not. But anyways, anyways. Oh, the machinery got stuck. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> why, was was that why was I talking about you John covered Travolta? For like, uh, <coughs> because oh, the next Donald Jack Trump. Lewis. Yes. And I that is actually that. a pretty great... Uh, I think that's pretty fucking good. Joe Hermanson says Nicolas Cage. Uh, I mean... I don't, here, Nicolas here, Cage always has to be too much like Nicolas Cage. Here's a here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. All right, a Donald Trump movie starring Nicolas Cage in every role, <laughs> and it's like a like uh, like uh, Oliver Stone or someone directs it and goes crazy with it. Oliver Stone is going to direct a Donald Trump movie. Yes, unless he dies. sooner rather than later. <laughs> yes, yes. Was but Bush was like. When Bush came out, how far was Bush into his presidency? Like oh, that was second, after his presidency. It was after? that was W. That was when Barack was president. Was it? For almost 99%. Yeah, it must have been, right? Yeah. But it seemed like it was like in the middle of the second term. Like, But I guess he just I also felt like no time. W did not make Bush look that bad. It's still much like... Uh, I never... I don't think I ever mu saw it. Much like Vice. It was like, oh, Cheney is like the brains behind all of this. It just made Bush look like a kind of likable dum dum right. in a very powerful position. <laughs> I well, boy, we would all kill for a for a likable dum dum in office mm. right now. Am I right? Huh? Oh, yeah, you are fucking right. We have a highly unlikable dum dum in office right now. Like a volatile. The second, what the fuck did he say today? Jesus Christ. Uh, he's the chosen one. The chosen one. Yes. Yeah, so oh. If you're listening to this podcast 100 years from now, this is the day that Donald Trump said he was the chosen one for fixing the problems in Israel. Yeah. And, and if you're Jewish. The king of the and, Israels. And, and you vote Democrat. Right. You have, haven't paid attention to history. 
Because uh, you know who the Jews should always side with? The uh, fascists. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's worked so well for them <laughs> yes, in the very yeah. near recent history. Oh, sweet fucking Jesus. All right. Dirk Sprouse says Andy Dick. <laughs> That's kind of a funny answer, but no, wrong, incorrect. Andrew Francis says Pete Holmes. Actually, uh, Pete Holmes' Batman is pretty fucking good. That's true. And I think that <laughs> he's also tall, and Trump is tall. And you got to think, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually not a bad answer. If I don't know, depending on how. <coughs> on. I mean, it, what is point, there a bad answer? I don't know. But how about this? At what point uh, will... Will, a per, will an actor's features even matter what role they're playing? Like, could uh, uh, Marky Mar- could Mark Wahlberg capture. being like, hey, I'm going to yeah. be Trump, yeah. and then they just put like a Trump face on him. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, we're building a wall, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to be so mad at you. Hey, hey, let's make America great again, okay? Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I watched that. Movie. I just watched uh, Boogie Nights again. Oh, I oh me so too. Good. But I watched that movie twice in the last week. I did too. That's funny. I love that movie. It is real fucking good. Well, we'll we'll watch that at some point just for funsies for the for the podcast. Yeah, it's a fucking masterpiece. It is really great. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. That dude can make a movie. That guy can. Direct his ass off, just yes. like Martin Brest, director of Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, correct mundo. <laughs> All right. Axel Foley drove his Chevy Nova to Beverly Hills. He goes to a hotel. He cons his way into the hotel, says he's a writer for the fucking Rolling Stone. Right. Going to do a story on Michael Jackson. He's going to change the name of it because the, Bever- <laughs> the hotel won't give him a room. And they're like, we will give you a room. No, 200. no, no, no. no. Oh. Don't bury the lead on this. Oh, sorry. So Eddie Murphy starts causing a big stink. I'm just a small writer for the Rolling Stone. But she want to give room to a hard N-word. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's head snap around. And that was like, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. when the white guys yeah. finally. But I'm like, whoo, I forgot. I forgot about that. Which is funny because this is in 1984 and you do that now. And some people would be like, you're right. We don't. You know what I'm saying? Yes, right. The world is uh, done a weird, not all of the world, but. There's been a weird U-turn. If you were around a bunch of rich white people, they might be like, correct, we don't. <laughs> right. Whereas in 84, uh, it was like a 94% were not on that side. Yes. <laughs> ah, good stuff. Yeah, 235 hey, a night. let's make America great again, okay? Okay. <laughs> I Yeah, I got nothing for... Don't worry about it. I just want to sing, but there's nothing to sing. Um, the heat is on. Going down the street. <laughs> Two thirty-five a night, and he's like, "Huh?" Oh. His eyes get all big. Yeah, they like, give him a sweet, but we'll just charge like, yep. you the regular room rate. Two thirty-five a night, and he's like, "What? What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> he is in California, so that makes <laughs> That's sense. That's true. <laughs> he's in Beverly Hills. That's where he wants to be. Uh, so he goes, he gets a suite, and now he goes to the art gallery where his friend Jenny Summer works in Bronson Pinchot, mm. famous for Perfect Strangers, Balfi. is the 
Valky uh, Bartokamus is from. Where's he from? Mipos. Oh, good job. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Good job. Woo. Big. No, I can't. I can't remember how his accent goes. I love that fucking and, show. And what though. was his uh, his catchphrase? Was oh, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. He had all he said was catchphrases. Don't be ridiculous. Did he have other ones? Oh uh, yeah, probably. They he like, oh, he loved his sheep. What? He had a one sheep that it was like his best friend. Oh yeah. I remember the episode where <laughs> he kept winning at gambling because he just bet on the thing that would win <laughs> in an actual fight. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Also, they both had super hot girlfriends. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> with were huge, they sisters? With huge co-workers? I think they were roommates also. Yeah. yeah. Super hot, crazy 80s blonde girlfriends. Yes, right. <laughs> totally makes sense. And I also remember thinking that the goofier one with the bigger hair that was shorter was hotter. One had like Dolly Parton fucking crazy ass hair. Right. <laughs> huh. That that show came out in 1986. So two two years later after this, he parlays Beverly Hills Cop into Perfect Strangers. That This was his big break. He's also in True Romance, years. I think. What? I think Bronson what? Pinchot is also a uh, hotel guy in True Romance. Oh, man. Cousin Larry has not aged well. Ooh. What's his name? Mark Lynn Baker. Oh, yeah. Remember the credits? Uh, yeah. It's my oh, life. It's, it's my, my dream. dream. Nothing's going to stop me now. And then look at his face now. Oh, sweet mama. <laughs> <laughs> His life and his dreams are uh, going <laughs> melting right down his face like a uh, oh hot candle. Okay. It's my life. It's They're my, my chins. <laughs> Nothing's, Nothing's going to stop, stop my chins now. <laughs> Harmonica. <laughs> it is weird that Eddie Murphy is from Detroit. And the only two friends of his, his very close friends that you meet, are both... Uh, the whitest of white people. One is like an upper class white person. The other one's right. like a hoodlum. Right. But it's like, are you like the uh, weird black M&M that went to your white high right. school? It, which, again, just makes more sense when you realize it was written for Sylvester yes, Stallone. It's supposed to be. Also, it's an 80s movie. It was supposed to be Sylvester the, Stallone's this love This movie is starring a black brother. guy. We don't need any more black guys. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. The police chief, okay. Just the one yeah, black yeah, guy yeah. to be on top of him so he can take the fall <laughs> for all the dumb shit the white people <laughs> yes, make him do. Yes. Oh, boy, that is a, I mean, that's, mm. a real, that's a real woke review of Beverly Hills Cop. Hooba boo. It's still, I enjoyed it. The millennials out there yeah. eating this up. They're like, yes. Yeah. New Vice article. Um, he informs Jenny that Mikey is dead, and she is shocked. And she she works at the art gallery that Victor Maitland owns. And Victor Maitland is the villain of this movie. Yep. And Eddie Murphy goes to visit Victor Maitland, uh, sort of with her help, but not really. He just finds out what's up. And he goes to deliver flowers and cons his way once again right. with the flowers. He's like, no, no. He's like, I got to deliver. He's like, flower delivery is my life. I got to deliver these. Right. 
and he just talks his way there. right past the Mater D. But up, then when he gets or to the Mater D, the Mater D, <laughs> and the Mater D at the office, <laughs> aka <laughs> the reception lady. <laughs> um, and when he gets to where he's going, though, he's basically straight to the point. He's like, "Yeah, you killed, you killed him. Yeah. I'm gonna get you." And meanwhile, uh, what's his name? Victor Maitland. Victor Maitland is sitting in what I would call a business kimono. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Is that is exactly, outfit? that is a perfect description. <laughs> also, who is that guy? His voice sounds familiar and he looks familiar. He, was, he no is another one of those, uh, um, uh, I'm on Mark Lynn Baker's IMDb page still. He is one of those um, character actors that was in a lot of shit. I think he was in uh, RoboCop and... I would know if he was in Rome. Uh, You're thinking of a different dude. You're th- definitely thinking uh, of a different guy. Steven Burkoff, who apparently hated this movie. Uh, he was in Octopussy, Clockwork Orange, yeah. The Tourist. He is definitely uh, not in RoboCop because I know exactly no, who not. you're thinking of. Yeah, that was a different guy. Uh, also, when it, when uh, Axel Foley is in the room with the villain, the killer, the guy that killed Mikey is in there. And it's the dude from it's Mike from Better Call Saul. Right. Yeah. He's a real dickhead in this movie. Yes, he is. He's the he is the titular '80s henchman. Yeah. He's, Even though he's more of a main character, really, than the bad guy is. Yes. Which the henchmen usually the henchmen are on screen much more because the yeah. the main bad guy is much more elusive and mysterious. He's busy doing he's making money moves. You know what I'm yeah. saying? As the kids would say. Yep. And then the henchman's doing all the fucking footwork. So yeah, that's the guy who has to be like weird, charismatic, super ugly, something memorable, yep. you know? Yep. Thank you. That is my dis- dissertation on 80s henchmen's. Thank you. That's my doctorate I'm working on. Um, so Victor Maitland calls his bodyguards or security, whoever, to carry Eddie Murphy out. And here is a good Let's Ruin yeah. Our Childhood moment. As they're carrying him out, they toss him through the biggest fucking window in the building. Right. <laughs> Where I was like, why? Like Just a, open a, the door. A 10 by 30, like, there's a, there's, pane of glass. There's art installations in this building worth $130,000. Right. <laughs> I know you're trying to send a message. <laughs> yes. I think six guys carrying him out and throwing him onto the street yep. would have worked. It, but, would have. but you're spending all the time and expense. It's a Bruckheimer movie, baby. I know, yeah. You gotta break old, that glass. You gotta break that glass. That is true. <laughs> it's a Bruckheimer movie. All right, the defense rests. Withdrawn, Your Honor. Uh, and he immediately gets arrested. And I inhale. Oh, wait. <laughs> and exhale. Whew. <sighs> <sighs> So he's been arrested. We're getting tossed through a window. He is now at the Beverly Hills Police Command Center, which looks like the goddamn set of Star Trek. Yes. Like, how much crime is happening in Beverly Hills? Um, Beverly Hills. Yeah. I mean, I know that, like, it's L.A., but I feel like there are other parts of L.A. that are having much crazier crime problems than Beverly Hills. But you also said that, uh, what's his face? What's Martin Brest? Breast was going breast? to. I said breast. Breast. Martin breast. My breast. My breast. My breast. Uh yes. Uh was directing what? Uh, War games. Ah uh, yes. And he so had, he got uh, to keep the set, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I uh, 
What I read because was this, uh, he got fired from call being center is he got fired from being uh, the director of uh, war games, but he had wor- had been working on it for like a long like yeah. they were into production. I don't know what happened, but anyways, so he took a lot of what he worked on from that and put it in this movie, including yeah. this insane. So it basically, the, it's what, what, what would have been NORAD in his war yeah. games? Yeah. That NORAD became the Beverly Hills fucking crazy. Martin Best Police Hive also directed Scent of a Woman and Gili. Gili? Gili. Gili? Did you ever see Gili? No. Me neither. It, it's like one of the worst movies ever, supposedly, right? Supposedly, yes. Yeah. Good job, I Martin Brest. You ran the gamut. Brest. From directing. Do I say breast weird? I say some words weird, I guess. Brest? <laughs> Martin Brest. Uh. Martin Brest is. Do you guys know about Martin Brest? Brest, Brest, uh, Brest. Yeah, Brest. Oh, Brest. Ah, yes. I'm aware of Martin Brest. I was born in Brest. No, but he has to make more Connery. He has to do more Connery. Brest. Brest. Yeah. Oh, yes, Martin Brest. <laughs> That's right. He was. I was going to be in Scent of a Woman, but instead. I, Pick that fucking rapist Al Pacino. Hooah! <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Whatever. That was, nice, that was nice. I that turned nice. down. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sean Connery is Bane? I don't fucking know what's <laughs> happening now. I don't know. The darkness. <laughs> the darkness is your ally. I was born in it. Molded by it. Mm. <laughs> I was already Welcome James to the Bond. Rock. <laughs> uh, Sean Connery is oh, Bane. Oh man, Sean Connery turned down both Gandalf and what the fuck is the Something main is, wizard's name from Harry Potter? Gandalf. Gandalf. Did I say who's the other one you said? I meant Bob Geldof. He was gonna. He was gonna be in the wall. <laughs> oh, Is reference. that what it was? Hell yeah! Good Is job. That what it was? Yeah, Bob Geldof. Uh, no, he was go. He turned down Gandalf, and he turned down fucking Harry Potter guy. Oh, oh, um, because he was like, I don't understand wizards. <laughs> And instead, he did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Boop, boop, badoo. Uh, whoops. <laughs> 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 and now he's quit. Now he uh, has Alzheimer's and will die soon. Yes. Oof. Ronnie Cox. Whoops. Uh, not a black guy. So I guess, you know, the, the, the chief of Beverly Hills is not a black guy. It's Ronnie Cox. Yes, and they also say. Wait, what's Eddie the Murphy? name of the guy in um, Bad Santa, the little guy, Tony? The in real life or his character? in real life, it's, Tony uh, Cox. Tony, yeah, I think it is. Okay, yeah. I was hoping it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tony Cox, son of Ronnie. <laughs> I was hoping it was Ronnie. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that was uh, Ronnie Cox was real into black midgets. Ooh, don't say midgets (laughs) or black. I shouldn't say anything. I should quit talking. (laughs) I shouldn't stop my feet on the floor. You should. (laughs) 
upsets my cat. He's pissing everywhere. <laughs> um. Yeah. So he's talking to them, and he explains kind of what he's doing. <laughs> if we're out here investing, investigating the Tandino murder, Mikey Tandino, right. you didn't bother coming back, is what his boss said to Ronnie Cox. All right. Uh, his friend Jenny bails him out, and he has her take him to the warehouse. Somehow he knows about. I thought they were going to her apartment, but they go to a warehouse. Right. Um, and he says the cops are following us, and it is Judge Reinhold, who is Rosewood, and the other guy whose name is Taggart, Taggart. and they are following them. Um, do they? Does he see anything the first time at this warehouse? He goes in. He, I might be mixing up the timeline here. But now he's back at his room because I'm just skipping that because I don't know. Who yeah. fucking cares? I took bad notes because <laughs> I thought I can remember and I can't. Um, he's back at his room and he thinks it's funny because the cops are following them. Right. He buys them some food. Right. A shrimp salad sandwich. Who Have you ever had shrimp salad? No. Have you ever heard of shrimp salad? I mean, I guess. I mean, like I assume it's salad. a mayonnaise yeah. shrimp thing, which I would probably enjoy very much, but... <laughs> Quit shitting on it. Nice try, Toll. I'm not shitting on you it. Wanna fucking, saying, like, you want to fucking you want a shrimp salad sandwich right now, don't you? When have you heard of shrimp salad? 1984, L.A. That means six years later, Des Moines would have known about it, and I've right. never had shrimp salad. It didn't catch on. Now I want it's a, probably a gross. shrimp salad. Sandwich shrimp and really mayonnaise bad. seems kind of gross, actually. Seafood mayonnaise? Nah, come on. But shrimp grow up, Toll. Come on. That's uh, enough. You're right. <laughs> um. So he sends food to the cops, and then he goes downstairs to the buffet. And guess who is selling fruit? In his uh, film debut. Basically playing the character he later plays to review movies. Yes. On In Living Color, Damon Mr. Wayans. Damon Wayans himself. Pretty crazy. And he, he went on to say some pretty terrible shit in the last couple years. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But no, no one ever really latched onto it, so. Huh. You get too much other shit's going on. We don't have time to deal yeah. with Damon Wayans' bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's fair. But he's in the Lethal Weapon TV show that now Sean William Scott is on, which is oh, weird. Oh, right. Is he still on it, too, though? I think. I think I it think got canceled. We've brought this fucking subject. I don't think too. it got canceled. I think it was a pretty big hit. It's nah, just, I think it, I, I believe it is done. It's done so. Why do you believe that? Because I haven't seen a commercial for it in forever. But when do you watch network TV shows? Uh, I watch late night TV. Hmm. But not on Fox. No. Fox doesn't what? have a late night show. Jack Mate. <laughs> oh, hey. Ooh, baby. <laughs> well, I guess you're going to have to go back to the <laughs> drawing board for that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're never. We're gonna cut this one off early. I'm gonna guess. Um, uh, in the Beverly warehouse, Hills Cop wins. Uh, the end. Yeah, um, they're in the warehouse. I, yeah, that. Oh, they can't follow him to the warehouse because he has disabled their car with bananas he bought from Damon, Damon right. Wayans. He threw. He put three bananas in the exhaust. Right. That was the, actually my most vivid memory from this movie. Yeah, is the bananas in the exhaust. 
<laughs> My mm. most vivid memory from every movie. <laughs> the old Whenever they <laughs> the old banana <laughs> <and the> exhaust <laughs> pipe. <laughs> Ooh boy. Um. So yeah, now they're <laughs> stuck, and they drive to the warehouse. They find coffee grounds, which is which are used to hide drugs. Right. They all, but you don't find drugs. They just find the Deutschmarks, the Deutschmark bonds in right. the warehouse. Where he's with with Jenny, Summers. which are untraceable, whatever that means, whatever whatever all that means. Like they never, like they, either you know what that means or you don't, or they're making it up. Untraceable bearer bonds. Yeah. Whatever. Gabagoo. Um, I I think I wrote this all out of order because <laughs> I say following them, she's driving, and then I wrote Billy Banana. I wasn't even drunk. What the fuck does Billy Banana mean? This isn't you're not dealing with Billy Bananas. Billy Bananas? Yeah, dealing with Joe Bananas. Joey Banana. <laughs> you're not dealing with Joey Bananas. <laughs> That's what he says. Um, but they're... Uh, Billy Banana. What the... Joey Bananas. They're uh, unloading unloading the Deutsch... They're unloading crates in the warehouse. These bad guys are in a van. You know? And now Eddie Murphy is searching the warehouse to try to figure out what is in these. He he has Jenny drop him off and right. go home, and he's searching the warehouse, Cust- the customs warehouse. And security stops him soon after, and he drops another con. He's like, "Give me your supervisor." He's like, "You're gonna let a black man looking like this come into your warehouse and not ask any questions right. and offer a match and whatever." Yeah. Like, okay, get your supervisor. And now he's conning everyone in the warehouse to get him all the files that he needs to figure out what's going on. And they push back against him like, hey, how do we the know? The one guy does. He's like, is that your portion in the parking lot? Yeah. And then he gets Eddie Murphy just like just goes off on him. It was so good. Like so much of this uh, movie was apparently ad libbed. Yes. And it makes and you sense. You buy it also yes. because you're like, I don't know. There's not a lot to ruin in this movie because you're no, like, it's what is so good? It's great. Yeah, it's like, he holds what the is... fuck up. Surprise, surprisingly yeah. well. But it's weird because I felt like like I fucking loved First Blood, Rambo. Yes. And I felt like we had a lot to talk about about it. This movie, I'm like, I don't feel like there's a lot to say because it's kind of formulaic in a it, lot of ways. It is. Um, Beverly Hills Cop wins the end. The end. Um, is Brigitte Nielsen in the second one? She, yes. I, I think she's that? the bad guy in the second one. She it, is. I, no, yes, I think you she might is. be thinking of Lethal Weapon. No, no, no. I'm absolutely thinking of Beverly Hills Cop too. I think you might be thinking of because she is no, one no, no, of no, the no, bad no. guys in Lethal Weapon. I want your saxes in that. There's no, no, no. I, I'm. Part is there two. more popular songs? Oh, a whole bunch. Two? Oh, yeah. They're gonna make a four supposedly, and I feel like Eddie Murphy at this point is not too old and looks great. He totally could do yeah. that. He just oh. he is good. He's about. I to, mean, he's so got. He's so po- he was so popular for so long. There's a movie coming. He's made so much money. He doesn't in, have uh, to do anything anymore. Not uh, Superfly. Oh, what, Dolomite. Dolomite. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. Two more Donald Trump entries. Uh, Christopher Uppen says Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, absolutely. Paying no attention to vocal differences whatsoever. Yeah. And to, from our, from I our can absolutely friend, see Russell uh, Dan Umthin. 
which now this might be my number one front runner here. Tom Hardy. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah, right. Doing a weird voice and not being able to recognize his face. Getting all fat, put, a, put the wig on. Oh, buddy. That is a real deal answer. Mm-hmm. They all, they weren't all, but actually, Russell Crowe, Tom Hardy, those are good fucking answers. I, I like time. I, I like time. Uh, you think Russia is your ally? <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Russia, molded by it. By the time I left Russia, I was Mexico already paid for it. <laughs> yes, any opportunity. Uh, so Beverly Hills Cop wins the end. Yes. I want to watch the second one real bad. I want which the third one is in an amusement park. That's all I remember. The third one also that was very forgettable. I remember there was a fox. A, f- the f- a fox was the mascot of the amusement park. Wow. I'm pretty I, sure. I, I, if you're saying it, I 100% believe it. I don't even have to yeah. look that up. Because he put on the mascot costume, and they're in like a tunnel. But I, other than that, I have no... Did you actually look up to see if Brigitte Nielsen was the bad no, guy? No, I don't need to, but I will, just to satisfy you. But I, I swear I remember lethal weapon, but you might no, be... No, 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 I, no. I guarantee you're right. No, 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 I'm no, no, I'm no longer... I'm not... Uh, I'm a Beverly Hills cop expert like you're a Marvel movie expert, okay? Did you know that Beverly Hills Ninja is actually the fifth movie in this series? <laughs> oh, man. That's when, that's when our man Chris Farley croaked promoting that. <sighs> yeah, you, that was... Some of those promotions are like, dude, get your shit together, my man. He looks, yeah. On some of the late night shows. There's also an outtake from the movie that he showed on late night shows. Where rather than running through a wall he's supposed to run through, uh-huh. he runs into a two by four, oh, <laughs> like head first. Oh man! But Jeet even before Nielsen. that, even at the the beginning of his fame on on David Letterman, him his entrance, he's like, yeah. Gah, ah, yeah. ah, and then he picks David Letterman up, and then he sits down and he's like. <sighs> And then and David Letterman interview. is like, uh, we're going to take a commercial break while you catch your breath, I guess. It's <laughs> like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, dude, we're... Uh, <laughs> I don't even... Abandoned ship. Abandoned I'm ship. kind of abandoning <laughs> ship. They're getting the cops. Okay, the cops. He ends up taking the other two cops to a strip club. And like they befriend each other, sort of. And, and then whoopsie like, daisy, a couple of bad guys, oh, a couple, a couple of bad hombres come yeah. in in black dusters that have nothing to do with anything. But basically, so then they 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 get to act as like a little police unit there to bust these guys, yeah. and they're a big heroes. So they're like they're bond. It's a it's a bonding scene. Yes, it is. Right. And then when they get back to the police station, that's Eddie when Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop wins. Yes. And then Eddie Murphy <laughs> is like, blah, blah, blah. These two are super cops. But <laughs> Taggart is like, nope, wrong. We're not super cops. This was all Axel. Like he figured it all out. And Ronnie Cox is like, let me hear what you have to say, 
Super Cucks. Super Cucks. Beverly Hills Cucks. How many versions of that are there? <laughs> I think I'm even in one of those. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. Take it easy. Go ahead and bend over. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cox. Yeah, because they were in a slip club. Blah, blah, blah. Shotgun <laughs> uh, the, uh, so now the two <laughs> now the uh, the two actual Beverly Hills cops are off the case. <laughs> Eddie Murphy wins the end. So there's new cops on the case. Eddie Murphy sends them coffee and donuts, but not fucking shrimp salad. They're all confused. Yeah. And they're like, you, they think they can't lose him, but he drives away. And then he stops at a red light, and or stops at a stoplight, waits till it turns red, runs it, right. and then those guys are stuck behind him, and he drives ahead to Victor Maitland's Boils house. Him again. Or not Victor Maitland's house, to uh, brunch of some sort. Oh, yeah, some fancy restaurant. Yeah. And he goes in, he goes, and he cons once again. He's like, yeah. I'm looking for Victor Maitland. Uh, very blah, funny. This is very. And the, what did you say earlier? Because it would be fairly accurate now. The what? Consigliere. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say, what did you say? For what? What are you talking for about? For secretary. Oh, Mater D. Mater D. This, this is yes, where it would be is, accurate. Yes, yeah. this is the receptionist. Consigliere. consigliere. I mean, that's similar, right? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's a different vein. Consigliere yeah. is like your little capitan. Yeah, it's little... like your consigliere is like your under boss or some shit. Henchman. Anyway, um, so the mater D is like, you can't go in there, sir. And he puts on a fairly effeminate voice. He gazes it and up. And says, oh, well, I have herpes simplex 10 and you got to tell the... And he's like, actually, you know what? You should tell. Clinic, blah blah blah. Basically, insinuating that he and uh, old Vic have had uh, sex, sexual relations, sexual relations, and they have passed on STDs. My girlfriend's favorite joke. (sighs) So he goes charging over to the table. Yes, he does. And once again, he's very like uh, direct. He's like, hey. Once he gets to where he wants to be, he is direct as fuck. Yeah. He's like, I think you killed my friend, Mikey. And when I find out, I'm going to fuck you in the ass, basically, essentially. Bazinga. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. Right. Right. In and the he ass. tackles uh, the main henchman. Henchman, yeah. He fucking. The henchman thinks he's going to be no problem. Right. And Eddie Murphy is like. Because he's a super cock. And just fucking. Yes, he, he is a superest of cocks. <laughs> and he tosses him right <laughs> under the buffet table and then just sits down. Because he's not worried. That is why, kind of, this movie is fucking sweet. It really is. I know. Eddie Murphy doesn't give a... He is... It's like... He Man, doesn't... Watching Eddie humble. Murphy in this, like, I have not seen this in... A, I mean, I've seen this movie a lot. I've watched yeah. several. And oh, this yeah. was another Channel 17 special, for sure. Mm. The edited version. I'm not watching the unedited version in many, many, many years. And 
seeing young Eddie Murphy and watching him just effortlessly <laughs> effortlessly <laughs> laugh like a jacket. No. Yeah. But he's so good in this. Yes. Like you, you're like, oh, I get There's it. There's a reason. I get why everything exploded after this. Like he's such a fucking movie star. In all of it, dude. In 48 hours. Oh, I know. That scene in the prison where he's listening to his headphones. He's like singing Stevie Wonder perfectly. Yeah. And then to move on to this, where oh, this movie cost 14 mil and it made 316. Then all those clumps movies, the, you know, the real. They made a fucking <laughs> shitload of money, dude. They all did. How many were there? Just the Nutty Professor three or just two? The Nutty Professor I think two. It was just two. The he Nutter made two Pro- Nutty Professor three. Also. The Nutties in Paradise. Oh, the Nutty the Nutty Professor four Wrath of Khan. Oh, well, you can put the Nutty in my paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get herpes. <laughs> I'm Gandalf. <laughs> so stupid. Stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really working for me tonight. <laughs> it really is. The Sean Connery is really working. <laughs> Woo! Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, I'm going to fuck you up. He gets arrested again. He's back at the station. At the police station and the fucking NORAD of police station. Right. And Ronnie Cox is like, he starts explaining his shit because Ronnie Cox is like, you know, I'm the by the book guy, but tell me what you know, bro. And he does. And now Ronnie, it's nice to see. I always think of Ronnie Cox as the bad guy from RoboCop. Right. And the pussy guy from... (laughs) Fucking, uh... <laughs> Josie and the Pussycat? No. <laughs> Josie and the Pussycat? No, no. <laughs> no. From a fucking... Eh, squeal. What the fuck? Oh, Deliverance. He's the guy with the glasses in Deliverance, and I always think of that. We should do that for the podcast. Oof. Oh, that is man. a hard watch. Oh, by that, do you mean your dick is super hard <laughs> yeah, the whole time? Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, oh, big time. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't think of his name, so I'm not going to drop it. Oh, Ned Beatty. Oh, yeah. Speaking of hard watch, walking, watching Ned Beatty getting raped in the ass. <laughs> you know I'm what I'm ta- saying? Oh, yeah. I, I got I'm you. I'm really hard when I watch it. Yes, very much so. All right. Shameful. <laughs> All right. Good to go. I've said something I'm ashamed of once again. That's fine. That it's not we, true. That means we can legally release this episode. <laughs> yes, now, so it good, does. Good job. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I mean, as We're all as, clear. We're as cl- long as I wake up our, in the morning and go, that was funny. Ooh. That <laughs> means, uh, yeah, that's what that means. That means, right. we, that means we got the podcast juice right. When I run for it. political office, it's going to be rough. Senator McGrain was Senator. I've heard you like it rough. That—that's your uh, platform you're running on. <laughs> yes. Senator McGrain here. Only you. if Sean Connery is asking poorly. Oh yes. <laughs> I heard. I support uh, that candidacy. Mm-hmm. Me too, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and so now the big, the actual police chief of L.A. or Beverly Hills shows up and is like, "I need to talk to you, Ronnie Cox." 
And they go. And now they're in trouble. They have to escort Axel Foley out of town. Judge Reinhold does. They have to escort him to the edge of town and then just leave him, I guess. Because I don't know what they think that's going to do anyway. It's just like a jurisdiction thing. Yeah. Like They're just like... You want to give me that jurisdiction crap, you can shove it up your ass. That's a oh. d- direct quote from the original Matrix. Okay. It's a stupid quote. And it always the Matrix 4 is coming out, we just heard now. What? A- he was uh, sacrificed like Jesus Christ. In the Matrix 3. <laughs> well, or was he? Well, apparently not. But the second two <laughs> Matrixes were so much worse than the first one. They're still entertaining, though. Like I, People are like, They're, they fucking I suck. I can work with the second one. The third one is just like... The third mm-hmm. one is... It really is like, what? They made them at the... I think that was one of those where they made the, them I at the same time. I believe you are time. correct, yeah. yes. I'll and the Wachowski enough. brothers are now the Wachowski sisters. Correct. And one of Lana, one of only only one of them is doing the the new one, I guess. Uh directing or producing? I or? assume. I hope they let someone else direct because Cloud Atlas could suck my fucking dick bag. <laughs> yeah, that was not Jupiter really Ascending? Are no, you I, fucking kidding me? That's I couldn't m- even watch it. Channing Tatum. Chatham Tatum. <laughs> The, hey, what is this? The poor man's <laughs> chatting ch- Chatham? <laughs> uh, ooh, ah. Yes. Uh, he's back to his hotel room now because he's getting packed to leave the city. Um, but he convinces old Wood Woodrose. Woodrose? Woodrose? Uh, Judge Reinhold. Rosewood. Rosewood. <laughs> There you go. Woodrose. I, I got a Woodrose right now because I'm talking about Channing Tatum, so I <laughs> got confused. Gotcha. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and he convinces him. So they go back to the gallery. We grew up in the same. What the fuck am I talking about, dude? I'm like at the end of this movie. Beverly Hills. That's, That's where, where I want to be. be. That's where I want to be. <laughs> Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Actually, I do. Bane always sounded a little bit like Sean Connery. Yeah. Just uh, smooths it out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yes. Warehouse. Oh, they opened the... Okay, okay. So he went back to Jenny's... He went to the art gallery with Jenny. Mm -hmm. And then they go to the warehouse. Because he's supposed to be leaving town. What the fuck is going on? Man, dude. uh, Watching Pack and it's... Beverly Hills Cop wins. Oh, okay. Ah, Victor Maitland shows up at the gallery. This is okay. Now I'm now I'm filling this shit in. I'm too distracted by being hilarious. The two of us. It's a problem. Um, Victor Maitland shows up at the gallery and asks about Axel. About actual, actual. Uh, hello, actual, hello, actual. I have some questions. Um, and she, he's, she says we grew up in the same neighborhood, which is like, oh, what. He lived in a weird suburb of Detroit, I guess, with only white kids. Right. Um, she, he, Victor Maitland asked where he's staying. She says he doesn't know. She doesn't know. Um, so 
now we're like, oh shit, uh, Victor is aware of their connection. Whatever. Uh, Axel has convinced Rosewood, Ro- Wood Rose, Rosewood, 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 <laughs> to he's supposed to escort him out of town, but instead he's like, yeah, you gotta. No, no. This is this is all wrong. <laughs> okay, good. I've never been so far off in my whole life. But I was I was going for the end of the movie and we're it's like a we're one eighth of the way in. <laughs> Only eighty seven more comedians to go. <laughs> oh no, boy. Um they he takes Jenny to the warehouse and they open a crate. And the crate is full of coffee, and she's like, it's coffee. And earlier they said they use coffee to throw the dogs off, which I don't know if that's true or not, but if it isn't true, this movie certainly made people think it's true. Yes. Right. That was like a and I, plot point. Yeah. Right. I don't know if dogs can't smell past coffee, but I bet they maybe can. I'm pretty positive they can. Yeah. Um, so, the, okay. This is what's up. Rose, <laughs> Judge Reinhold drops them off to go into this place. He stays in the car. They go in. They find the crate. They open it. They find a huge bag of, they find the coffee-filled crates with cocaine in them. Yes. He rubs some on his tongue. <laughs> Which, as we all know from watching 80s movies where cocaine was involved, that's but you can do that. I know, but it's like they all made a point. I, you know, I've never I've never been around cocaine, but I've <laughs> I've heard it's true. No. <laughs> Excuse me. I had a cough. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of cocaine in his mouth. Yes. Oh, this podcast would be much better. <laughs> or worse in last five hours. Oh, it'd be way worse. <laughs> it'd be so much um, worse. They find the cocaine. He figured he's like, it's not sugar. And they get it's caught, booger sugar. They get caught immediately <laughs> by the bad guys, including Victor Maitland. Immediately. And the main uh, henchmen. Yeah. They get caught. So I, I was right. I just distracted the shit out of myself. Right. Okay. So we are reaching the climax. Yes. <laughs> climax. Climax. <laughs> Close the climax. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is a Time for the climax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch, you better put on some goggles full of climate. <laughs> All right, yes. Coffee, coffee. Uh, Victor <laughs> Maitland's there. He He's also caught, and under gunpoint, he basically says, if something happens to her, to Jenny Summers, I'll kill you. Right. Yeah. All right. But Rosewood sees some shit going down. And he's like on the case. And you're like, this dude has been a pussy for the whole movie. Weird. And now he's on the case with this right. hilariously tiny pistol. Yes. Yeah. Like a little toy gun. Yeah. What kind of American are you, bro? Yeah, excuse <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. That doesn't even have a bump stock. Nice try. <laughs> and he goes in. And he's like, hey. And he fucking kills a dude. And then Eddie Murphy like elbows a guy. But they still get away with the girl. But they come out on top and manage to escape. Right. And fucking Judge Reinhold just fucking killed the guy. His first one. <laughs> right. He kills more guys than Eddie Murphy does in this movie. He does. In the end, that's true. This is the end. 
Uh, Beverly Hills. And I swear I uh, Rosewood Radio's Taggart, his partner. And he's like, I'm sorry, I was supposed to escort him, blah, 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 in a very Judge Reinhold way. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm actually, I will say, I'm a Judge Reinhold fan. He's a very 80. I'm he's a like, huge Judge Reinhold fan. He really puts me in a certain place. Where For I'm like, sure. This is a time and a place where Judge Reinhold was relevant. I mean, when he plays the dad and the Santa or the stepdad and the Santa Claus, I'm like, not so much. But no, that was like in his, the 80s. Yeah, he was in his wheelhouse in the 80s oh, as that. As the also, second, the second male lead in a movie. Often, yeah, not the number one. Yeah. He's playing right underneath. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He has a very weird way of speaking, like where he's like totally not confident, but also like. Like he has like a whispery way of talking. Yeah, it's like he's kind of talking around you. Like, oh, hey, yeah. I work at this taco place. Like it's sort of a Keanu, but it's it like it is Keanu. It's like a subdued. It's a pre Keanu. <laughs> what? Right, right. <laughs> he, it's it's a dialed yeah, back. Yeah. It's a nuance. It's a very California. It's like a it's like a yeah. it's like a level three or four yeah. tops. Yeah, where Keanu is a ten yeah. plus. Yeah, um, that makes sense. That checks out. Yeah. So he radios Tagger, and Taggart's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Because they have now gone to, they're at the Maitland's house, and Eddie Murphy is trying to break in. Judge Reinhold is trying to get him to stop from breaking in. He's like, if you want to stop me from breaking into this house, you're going to have to shoot me. Right. Uh, Taggart shows up, and Rosewood agrees with Axel Foley, and he's like, no. He's like, me too, sir. And finally, Taggart gives in, and he's like, well, fuck it. And he goes to the trunk of their weird Ford K-car thing and grabs a humongous <laughs> right. shotgun. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and, then uh, the, and then the H is O. The H is O. Ba-na-na-na, uh, and Victor Maitland is watching his security cameras and he's like, Foley's on the ground. Grounds is because I was just going to say ground, but then I added the uh, ground. Is, the grounds. Uh. Uh, um, and Taggart and Rosewood are hilariously trying to get over one wall. <laughs> so yes. funny. Uh, they do get over it. Because they're like an old married couple, basically. They are. These two. And shots are fired. Holy shit. Like a fucking machine. As soon as they get over. Yes. You get the like 80s machine, machine gun, gun like, or, There's like a, a line of boom, 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 yep. right in front of. Because yep. somehow when you aim at someone, you just aim like a foot in front of their feet. You just go. Mow the whole place it. up. I also like the dudes shooting the guns genuinely looked like they had no idea what they were doing. Yes. When they looked at their, they were like. <laughs> right. I feel like now in movies, like they go ahead and, and spend a week in gun training with yeah. everyone, make sure you're like <laughs> yeah. proficient in like how to, how to hold them, yeah. how they feel, you know, yeah. how to look like you know what you're doing. Oh you know? man, these dudes these are, are like, like whoa, whoa. those guys with the shotgun in the strip club. The one dude with the shotgun, I was like, that dude looks like he's gonna piss his fucking pants. Right. And everyone has Earlier Uzi. Movie, yeah. This is when Uzis yeah. were the thing. Oh yeah, and Uzis are like the most. The worst aimed gun apparently ever. Also, Uzis are Israeli, so Trump uh, is the Christ of Uzis. I don't know if you <laughs> that knew makes that. sense. Put that on a T-shirt, guys. Huh? 
Trump is the Christ. No, never pretend. Edit that part out. Okay, Alex. I'll definitely will. The Christ of Uzis. Uh, it's not that bad. But I watched. Uh, I watched uh, oh, most of uh, Total Recall today. And there were a lot of Uzis in that movie as well. Uzi was oh, yeah. the preferred gun in that movie. Like Uzis were hot for like five years in the eighties. Oh, Uzis were. I, whenever I, when I was a kid, when I thought they're like of, not hot anymore. What, what, I happened, thought to, of what Rambo, happened to the Uzi? These huh? are completely. Not Where's the I'm, Uzi? I'm the most anti-gun dude you've ever fucking. AR-15, please. Because yeah. Uzi was a handheld machine gun. Yes. Which is you know pretty. Handy, I guess, because <laughs> it's handheld. Uh, yeah, but I think that Uzis are Israeli. And then the Beverly Hills cop gets one, and then he wins. Beverly Hills cop wins. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we're trying to get. So they do get over the wall. Machine guns fired. Uh. Motherfucking Rosewood kills another guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Body counts piling up. Here we go. Yeah. And then Axel finally shoots somebody, kills him. That's good. Undercover sun scene. I don't know what the fuck that means. The cop calls in and says there's undercovers on the scene. Ah, uh, undercovers on the scene. In other words, the uh, cap, the police captain or whatever. He is the now complicit. Is covering for he them. He is helping them yeah. now. Which is nice. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Cool, Thank you. Cool cop movie. Good trans. By the Dude, hmm? that was fucking huh? goddamn amazing. We know what we're doing here. This is a professional goddamn, goddamn podcast. Um, and now Eddie Axel is in a fucking standoff with the man in a kitchen. That killed his friend Mikey. Right. Um, and they're, they're fire, looking around for each other. And Axel, oh no, not yet. Whew, God, I'm hot. <laughs> um, he kills him. He shoots him many times. And I think Judge Reinhold, or is it, yeah, no, Judge Reinhold is there too. Judge Reinhold kills him. They both do. No, I'm thinking of the scene later when the he shoots, chief and then guy. he misses. Oh, and then the chief gets that, his, that's the main gets, bad guy. He gets guy, his though. hands dirty. That's the main bad guy. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. Jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah. The H is O, guys. The H is O. Um Yeah. But they kill Mike. Mike from Better Call Saw. <laughs> this is Man, if you're trying, I like the idea of somebody looking for a movie narrative, listening to this podcast, and being like, man, this is a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> yes. Um, but he also gets shot in the arm when he's killing. No, no. Actually, after he kills the bad guy, Victor, he gets he Victor gets he gets lightly up. grazed on the shoulder yes, because Victor Maitland's on the scene yep. like Darth Vader and with, he with a very poor shot, and he has Jenny in tow as a fucking hostage. Right. Yeah. And now the cops show up, and all the fucking cronies, all the toadies, are bailing the fuck out. They're like, "There's a shitload of cops here now," mm-hmm. because now the cops are actually on Axel's side. They're like, fuck this. We're out of here. Right. Um, so Axel has a fucking dead shot on Victor, 
But Victor's got fucking Jenny. Right. Luckily, Ronnie Cox shows up. Dewey Cox? <laughs> Get that dirty old Cox oh. out of here. <laughs> yeah. I was, man, The de- <laughs> my brain was like, say something about Dewey Cox. And I was like, dire. You just had flashbacks of Dewey Cox songs. You don't want no part of this Dewey Cox, etc. Yes. You don't know you don't want any part of this Ronnie Cox. Yeah. They kill Victor Maitland. He dead. Rosewood is arresting all the leftover dudes, and he's very happy about it. Yeah. Jenny's okay. Um, Ronnie Cox tells a bunch of lies to the chief of police. In a very uh, Axl Rose style, he's like, they did this and that and that and this and this. Yeah. And uh, the chief was like, Taggart, are you going to stand by this story? Because Taggart earlier was like. He's like the fucking Boy Scout. Yeah. Cannot tell like, a lie. That's he was like. That's exactly what happened. You're like, oh shit, bro. Uh, that dirty old Cox was right. Yep. Uh, Axel. Now that the main bad guy is dead, the day is saved poorly by us, but the podcast was pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the day is saved. Axel asks for a favor from old Ronnie Cox, and he says, hey, tell Inspector Todd to not fire me. And he's like, right. I'll call him in the morning. Okay. And uh, then he asks Taggart and Rosewood for a drink because they're supposed to drive him out of town. He gives them both robes. He says he already stole three. And uh, Taggart, by the rules, Cub Scout, Boy Scout, because... Rosewood is like, we can't go have a drink. We're on the, we're on the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taggart's like, one beer is not going to kill us. The end. The end. Jesus H. Christ. You know exactly what happens in Beverly Hills Cop. No. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. You thought. (laughs) I didn't think there'd be so much Sean Connery in the Beverly Hills Cop episode, but. Well, you never know. Really worked for me. What's popping off? Whew, mama. I turned. Dude, I turned the AC. It's 70 degrees outside. I am am sweaty as fuck. I am perfectly comfortable, and I'm always hot. Man. Yeah, I'm feeling great right now. In fact, it's supposed to get down in the 50s tonight. Is it really? I think so. Like 58. Maybe I'm. You heard it here first, guys. Breaking news. Breaking news. The temperature. Ah, Batman wins. The end. Uh, if only Bane knew, you know, he could have taken a break and not got killed. He, he really could have. Oh. It's his own fault. It is. It is. All right. Uh, I saw this in the Story City Theater as a kid, and I loved it. And uh, all Did these... you really? Yes. Weren't you like eight? Yes. <laughs> You saw this when you were eight? I guess what's bad about I, it, really, compared to many other movies? Titties. Yeah, just... Oh, titties. Yeah. But also, when you're eight, what do titties mean? They, they just mean some sort of unknown, like, I like that more than anything else I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, yes. Can I see more? And then they're gone, because it's in the 80s. You can only get them a, for about 
18 seconds in a rated R movie. Yeah. Once every couple of years. Oof. Gotta go. Yeah, that's true. Um, this held up. Yes, yeah, like, so this, this held up. Big I haven't time. watched it in a long time. I hadn't either. I didn't, didn't realize it. Oh, that was really good. I I liked it. Uh, it's it was uh yeah. I enjoyed every Eddie Murphy. Aspect. The music Eddie Murphy was amazing. Deserves every fucking cent he's ever Eddie, made. Yes, Eddie Murphy is. You watch Eddie Murphy become a movie star in this. The music is great. Judge Reinhold is great. The other dude is great. <laughs> John Ashton. John Ashton was maybe. Yes. Yes, he was. Sean Connery was great. Uh, truly. Sylvester Stallone was great. Bridget hey. Nielsen. That's it. Did you look one. it up? Is yeah. it true? Yeah. Because okay. mm-hmm. that makes me think of Lethal Weapon. She's in the first one, though, as one of like the henchmen, right? Lethal Weapon? Yeah. She's like one of the Russian henchmen peeps. Or maybe I'm thinking of Beverly Hills Cop, too, which very well could you be You are. Case. That's exactly what you're thinking about. She's like the hen- She is the henchman. Is she not? Okay. She's All the right. wife of someone that, that's like, doing something bad. white-haired old man? I can't even remember. But that was like everyone's like, oh fuck, it's Brigitte Nielsen. And then after after that, hot on the heels of Beverly Hills Cop two, wait, ooh, hold on, let me let me get my facts oh. straight here. Toll's gonna break dance in front of me. Oh. You just want to end the podcast, huh? Huh? Are we done? No, you can. I want you to look this up before it's over. Beverly Hills Cop I'm just two. Wet my pants. Won't be the first time. Okay, eighty seven. <laughs> so no, she her she came out in. Rocky Four, yeah, and then Beverly Hills Cop Two, eighty seven. Oh, okay. she was in Red Sonja before that. Yeah, right? I know, but yeah. that was much lesser. Oh yeah, but much lesser. Well, everyone comes back for number two. Everyone, yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie Cox, <sighs> that dirty old Cox. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is the wrong one, Dad. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right. Hey, what's your name? Uh, my name is Alex Carter. What's my name? Toll McGrain. Hey, what's the name of our podcast? Let's ruin our childhood. Let's ruin our childhood. Um, yeah. Also, listen to our other podcast, No Sleep. It's fun. Yeah, you guys uh, definitely need more of us talking. So there you go. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.